the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Last week we began our new topic, Hearing God's Voice. I believe this topic is crucial for your long-term walk with the Lord. Let's begin with a moment of prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King. Lord, we love you. We praise you and honor you. And it is a privilege to hear your voice. It's a privilege to be told by you each day how we should proceed. Lord, I pray that as people hear the last week's program and this program, that you would touch people's hearts so that they would hunger to hear your voice. Lord, I pray that if people are not sure, that they'll become more sure, and that you will just give them a strong understanding. So we bless you, we thank you, and praise you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, last week I gave you seven things to do better, uh, to better uh, learn how to hear God's voice. And number one was to desire to hear him. Two was to trust in him. Uh, three was to try and get rid of sin. Uh, because, of course, Isaiah 59, 2 says sin separates us from God. So, obviously, we're not going to hear his voice. But in 1 John 4, 4, we know that we've overcome the, the sin in our lives because greater is he who's in, um, in us than the enemy who's in the world, right? Okay, and so four was to love God, love your neighbor. I mean, that's crucial for hearing God's voice and not sinning against them. Five, be humble. Humility, as I gave a, a, a sentence out that I, I think is reasonable to write down. I think it's, it's, it's something to think about. Um, humility is the good soil that God uses to plant 
his word into your mind, heart, and spirit. And so humility is crucial to our hearing God's voice. Uh, Be persistent because you might have made some mistakes in hearing God's voice, but you still persist in listening because it's the only way we've got to, right? And number seven, don't judge your success in hearing God's voice on how things work out uh, because we need to learn to hear God's voice and 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 that's our focus. This week, I'd like to begin talking about God's voice as we consider the word rebellion. <laughs> now, you've got to be asking, how do you what what is hearing God's voice have to do with rebellion? And the answer is nothing except if you hear the wrong voice. And then, then rebellion ensues. So let me give you an example of that. In I believe it's two weeks ago, the parasha was in Numbers 16, 1 through 4. Uh, now Korah, son of, and we'll go through all these people, right? And, the, and they rose up against Moses and took 250 men from the children of Israel, men of renown, who had been appointed to the council. They assembled against Moses and Aaron. They said to them, You've gone too far. All the community is holy, all of them, and Adonai is with them. Then why do you exalt yourselves above the assembly of Adonai? All right, so let's take a look at at this rebellion here. First of all, who rebelled? These were leaders. They were men of renown. They were probably picked by Moses at one time or another. Talk about making some mistakes, right? (laughs) They had been appointed to the council. Not everybody's appointed to the council. So these these were big people. And so what did they say? They said, everyone is holy. Well, can we all agree on that? That's right. What, there's no problem with everyone is holy. Uh, we agree. Number four, don't exalt yourself well. Yeah, I mean, nobody should exalt themselves, but there's got to be a leader, and Moses is the leader, and he was appointed by the Lord, and now we are closing in on rebellion. And I am sure, or relatively sure, that Korah thought he was a godly man and he was doing the right thing. And I believe he thought he heard from God. And I'm here to tell you, he didn't. (laughs) From these who rose up against Moses, leaders in the community we get to just a little further down the scripture, number six, uh, 16, verse 26. He, Moses, warned the assembly, saying, move away from the tents of these wicked men. So we've gone from men of renown, men appointed to the council, to now all of a sudden they're wicked men. And it goes on further to say, don't touch anything that is theirs or you'll be swept away because of all their sins. So we learn here that 
they are involved in sinning. And what is the sin? The sin is that of rebellion. Now, who saw this coming? Probably nobody except God. God recognized their hearts, and those hearts didn't line up with his heart. They, As I said, I believe they thought they were doing good, but they didn't hear God's voice, so they didn't have God's heart, so they could not trust in the leader God appointed because they did not hear from God or know his heart. They could not trust God. Now, later on in the uh, next reading in that week was 1 Samuel 12, 23 to 25. So Samuel explains this to the people of Israel. He says, Moreover, as for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by ceasing to pray for you. Yet I will keep instructing you in the good and the straight way. Only fear the Lord and worship him in truth with all your heart, considering how magnificently he has dealt with you. But if you persist in acting wickedly, you will be swept away, both you and your king. Now, Samuel knows the heart of God. And so the first thing he says to them is, well, the the intimation is, I am sick and tired of you guys. But then he says um, that he's not going to stop praying for them because that would be a sin. And, and, um, and many of us would get tired of praying for people when they act belligerent. But Samuel knew that would be a sin. The heart of God was for him to continue to pray. And secondly... It would seem that the people didn't hear from God. They knew God, but they didn't hear from God. This is something that I've gone over a number of times. You might know God, but you might not hear his voice. Samuel had to explain, uh, fear God and worship him in truth, all your heart, and be thankful. With all your heart and be thankful. Now, look, why should he have had to explain this? I mean, they have heard this over and over again. These people should know this by now. But they had not heard God's voice. If you continue in sin, it said that your king won't protect you and you'll be swept away. At least the people of Israel got a warning. Uh, Hearing God's voice not only requires you to hear sounds, but it requires you to obey. When we think of the word hear, in in the Hebrew, we think of Shema. Now, Shema is from Deuteronomy 6.4, which says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And the word hear there means hear, Listen, obey, and do. So this word is all-encompassing of going from point A to Z, so to speak. Hear, listen, obey, and do. It is clear that when we are listening for God's voice, we don't want what we hear to be corrupted by a competing voice, meaning Hasatan, the devil, Satan, right? And we look at the third reading in that parsha, which was in Acts 5, 1 through 5. It was about Ananias and his wife, who were probably really good people. 
and probably knew and loved God. But listen to what happened. It says there, on the other hand, a man named Ananias, together with his wife, Sapphira, sold the property. He kept back some of the proceeds with his wife's full knowledge and brought part of it and set it at the feet of the apostles or the emissaries. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Ruach HaKodesh and keep back part of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, it was your own, wasn't it? And after it was sold, wasn't it at your disposal? How did this deed get into your heart? You haven't lied to men, but to God. And so we know that Ananias fell down and died, and then when his wife came, Sapphira, she fell down and died. Now, it says that their hearts were filled with evil. Hasatan filled their hearts to lie. That voice was stronger within them than than hearing God's voice. And probably Hasatan's voice sounded something like this. I'm going to hold back some of the money I received from the land. Uh, Well, because you never know, I could use it. But I am doing a great thing because most of the money I am giving, and they should be happy for that, right? Not hearing God's voice causes rebellion. When we rebel, we are not necessarily thinking that we're doing something wrong. In fact, we think we're doing something right. Rebellion is the action of resisting authority, control, or convention. Now, in 1 Samuel 15, 22 to 24, it says, uh, Samuel said, Does Adonai delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of Adonai? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. To pay heed. Look, if you're going to obey, then you have to hear God's voice, right? Then it says, For rebellion is like the sin of divination. Some uh, of the translations say witchcraft. And stubbornness is like iniquity and idolatry. Since you have rejected Adonai's word, he has also rejected you as king. Then Samuel, uh, Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed against the word of Adonai, your words. Because I feared the people and listened to their voice. And oftentimes, Hasatan uses people. So we hear the wrong voice. We, you know, we're, we're in fear. Now, I will say one thing about this uh, verse, which is important. I'm going to digress for a second. The NASB, which is usually a great translation, unfortunately did not translate this correctly. Um, it, it takes out the word like or as. And so then it is that it's saying that rebellion is witchcraft, which is not really what the translation says. So um, just throwing that out there, most of the other translations got it right. Anyway, not all rebellion is against God. There are times that God asks us to go against authority. But I'm going to tell you right now, you better have heard his voice because God is a God of order 
and God is a God of authority. However, usually those times are huge and monumental and very few in number. So one example would be uh, when Israel was in Egypt and they needed to leave that bondage. God promised deliverance, sent the deliverer Moses. Uh, So we can be quite sure that this rebellion, which it was, was ordained by God. Let me give you a more modern example, extra-biblical, meaning it's not in the Bible. Another example, I believe, is that the colonists who started this country and left the oppression of England, I believe they heard God's voice. I believe the founding of our country was based on them hearing God's voice. A few weeks ago, we celebrated July 4th, Independence Day. On July 4th, 1776, this was the day the leaders from the colonies signed the Declaration of Independence. It was basically saying, we are going to rebel, and here is, are the reasons why. This was not easy for them. Even those wanting independence, most of them were still loyal in part in their hearts to England. And when you read the first line of this contract of the Declaration of Independence to separate, you feel the pain and the difficulty and the enormity that the colonists felt about the Declaration uh, of their independence. So it starts out like this. When in the course of human events... It becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another. Now, listen to these words used, right? In the course of human events, this is showing us the enormity of what they're feeling. And they're talking about all of history. When when in the course of all of history, it becomes necessary. Necessary is a word that means that they had no choice. They felt that they were, that, that God was just showing them that this was this was something that they had to do and what did they have to do dissolve the political bands which have connected them in other words they were connected to england and and they were connected in every way shape or form and and they felt terrible but they had to separate so I'm hoping you, you sense from the, this writing. And then it says, the next portion of the declaration says this, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitled them a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. So the first thing I want you to understand again is they're t- using the words uh, assume the powers of the earth because this is so large to them. This is a major thing. And but they're saying that we must explain because really it's a sign of respect. This is a sign of respect that we are doing this Declaration of Independence. When a people decide to rebel, separate from their family, which is basically what they did, uh, it's a major decision. The reasons can't be petty. People must have the opportunity, though, to become equal 
and they have to be entitled by the laws of nature and the na- and and of nature's god now they realize that nature has laws but then they use the phrase nature's god meaning that even the laws of nature are under the laws of god so it's all about god and it's all about his will People can't be controlled without representation. It was like they were saying to England, though we had to go to war to get you to understand, we're going to show you respect and explain it in this document. Look, Matthew seven twelve says, So in all things, do to others what you would want them to do to you. This is the Torah and the prophets. Romans twelve ten says, Be tenderly devoted to one another in brotherly love. Outdo one another in giving honor. And Titus 2, 7 says, In all things, show yourself to be examples of good deeds, integrity in instruction and dignity. Now, having said all of this, it always surprises me in congregational life and people who follow the Bible, when it comes to matters of passion, emotion, and heart, they are willing to look at other people's failures and point them out and not look at the love and respect that God demands from us, more than the explanation about the other person's sin. The majority of Scripture focuses focuses us on loving and honoring each other in all circumstances. Now, you might think your circumstances warrant rebellion, but I am asking you to think again. (laughs) I am asking you to think about what is most important in God's Word. But I believe the colonists gave honor to England in this document of explanation, even though England saw this as rebellion. The colonists said in the Declaration of Independence, we are explaining why we choose to separate. Here are our values. We hold these truths to be self-evident, which means... Anybody should understand these truths. It's obvious. It's a no-brainer. Don't argue about it. This is obvious. So what are the obvious truths? Number one, all men are created equal. And this was their key truth. Number two, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. These rights cannot be taken away or denied. And and using the word creator shows sensitivity. But you know what? I can't believe it. I've run out of time. Not a good thing, is it? No. Well, we'll have to finish this program next week. Uh, If you feel this program has been valuable to you, I'd ask that you help us with financial support. It's both needed and appreciated. really is. Go online at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org or call Karen at 813-831-5673. We love visitors. Come on a Friday night. Come on a Saturday morning. Check our website because different locations, we have different locations for Shoresh David, both in 
St. Pete, Tampa, Wesley Chapel, and Riverview, but but each congregation has different times and days. They meet all on Friday and Saturday, but still different. So check us out at shereshtaveed.org. Check out our Facebook page where we do live streaming of our services. Check out Shoresh David Messianic Synagogue on Facebook. And because we'd love to have you either see us, hear from us, or, or visit us, bring people, especially Jewish people, but just come, but bring people who don't know the Lord. Well, may the Lord be your first priority this day and every day, and may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Would you join me as we close in prayer? Abba, Father, Teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah. God of Israel Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.